If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home. For all the radio that's free in Brooklyn. That is right. Um, this is the show where Noel Deneen and I, Joshua Rubin, come up with brilliant money-making ideas. Yeah. Fully fleshed out that we give to you. For free. For free. That you action... And then all we ask in return is... It's 10%. You tithe us. That's the deal. You do it. You love it. You come back for you more. You love it. You love it. You love it. Um, and uh, Noel? Yeah? How are you today, sir? I am good. What's new and different with you? I know you got a story. I do have a story. You always have a story. Uh, so uh, we were talking about stuff which uh, before, which reminded me of this. Uh-huh. Uh, so I went to school in Ottawa, Ontario, uh-huh. uh, at Carleton University, and uh, the one thing you should know about Ottawa, other than it's the capital of Canada, I'm sure everyone knows that. And it's apparently pronounced Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, and it is brutally cold there. It's what? Brutally cold. Okay. Uh, it is, it gets like regularly with wind chill, 40 below. Wow, that's really cold. Yeah. How it, long is winter up there? Uh, it is longer than here. <laughs> Uh, you know, it goes it goes a good length. Uh-huh. Uh, so my first year I was in uh residence, uh, dorms. Uh-huh. Thank uh, you for translating. Yeah. And uh and actually as, as I was also telling you, great place to have residence because the entire university, including the dorms, mm-hmm. are connected by tunnels. So in the winter, you can go like two weeks without stepping outside because it's so cold. That seems so depressing. Yeah. So on uh, on my floor, there was this guy Naeem, who had a video camera, and he uh, he's probably on like a uh, freaking what that would the TMZ now or something because he was just <laughs> always <laughs> constantly sticking this thing in uh-huh. people's faces and like trying to document things. Right. Right. Uh, also that year was the first Gulf War. So uh, the night the first Gulf War started, he decided to go around and film all the embassies. And uh, in Ottawa, oh right, because Ottawa is the capital yeah. of Canada. Yeah. So he was going around, filming the embassies, and he filmed the Iraqi one, and went around the block and filmed it again. And all of a sudden, all these cops came out of nowhere and like blocked him, and like. We're cruising by his car super fast with like machine guns pulled on him and things wow. like that. Uh-huh. Uh and uh so he got out of there eventually and there he's just like, No, honestly, I'm just a student filming stuff, right? Uh and then shortly after that, he was up uh he kept doing this during this Iraq war. Mm-hmm. And he just going to the embassies and filming the filming embassies. Filming the embassies and like filming 
Not asking questions, not like... No, just driving okay. by and filming. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he <laughs> went in the depth of winter of Ottawa, which is always, because it snows a lot, it's freezing cold. Uh, he was going by the uh, Prime Minister's house. Uh-huh. And, <clears throat> and filming it. And then there was some big hill, and he went down the hill, super steep, right by the river, and... Uh, then he goes to get out, and he can't because the whole road's just ice, uh-huh. right? And so he abandons the car there, and uh, he comes back to the dorms, and he's telling us all this. And so we're all trying to convince him to do the worst things possible, right? <laughs> and we almost <laughs> had him convinced uh-huh. to take two gas cans and make lines of gas all the way down the hill, right <laughs> next to the prime minister's house, <laughs> and light them on fire, and then drive up. And he was going to do it, and then he was like, oh, no, that's the prime minister's house. <laughs> How could you even get away with that at the prime minister's house? Oh, Isn't it, it, like, Canada was different. like the White House. No, huh? no, 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 no. And and uh, well, and it's and it's not the Parliament Building; it's it's the Prime Minister's house. Yeah, no, I got it. But the White House is the residence. I know it serves other functions, yeah. but it is the residence of the President, the Commander in Chief oh, of man. our great nation. Let me tell you, uh, it's probably a little different now, but it used to be very lack security like, around could you just walk all up, this. Could you just walk up to the Prime Minister's house and knock on the door? Uh, no, it's probably gated. Uh-huh. But you know what you could do? Because uh, my last year, I lived. Pretty close to the apartment building. And you could, at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, just walk up around the parliament buildings. There's a big wooded uh, like cliff behind it. Mm-hmm. You could just go- hop the fence and go back into the cliff and like hang out. And I like that. <laughs> you know, it's the people's property. It was. And, 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 and I don't know if it still is because there has been some incidents there. But uh, at the time, man, it was the people's property. You could do whatever you wanted. There was some dude. This is great. In right next to the parliament building, like <clears throat> fifty feet away, there was someone who would just leave. Food. I guess there's the cats of Parliament Hill, right? And there uh-huh. are these wild cats that lived on this like wooded cliff. And <laughs> this dude, I guess, was just like putting cat food out for him, <laughs> and then had a little sign saying, you know, Cats Parliament Hill. I, I looked it up recently, and now they've built, like, really nice-looking houses for these cats. How, but oh, the, so they're like, they're, okay. But yeah. at the time, it was just like, you know, clapboard boxes, uh-huh. and this person was putting food out, and then cutting all, like, this, whatever cat food he was giving had, like, a cat face on it with a smile that was imposed on this cat uh-huh. picture. And so he had all these cat heads just cut out of the boxes and hanging from the trees. So it was just these smiling cats. Oh, that's creepy. Like 30 of them just hanging from like tree branches uh-huh. and like cats of Parliament Hill. That's kind of uh, creepy. Yeah. It, it, it was extremely creepy. And it was like 30 feet from, uh-huh. the, from the Parliament building. Oh, I love Canada. <laughs> I really do. I love Canada. I, I, that, that kind of shit just, you, I mean, it would never happen. In the U.S., yeah. You imagine if someone did something like that in uh, uh, in D.C. Uh-huh. by any major uh, 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 government building, yeah, it would be torn down, and that person would be, you know, yanked in and 
probed and questioned and all that stuff. But, you know, based on the first story, gives you sort of a clue of what our topic is today. That's right. And no, it's not the Iraq War. No. And no. No. It's not pranking the prime minister's house. No. Uh, although those are both good topics for future. Keep those in the uh, yeah, in, in the old brain bone. Yeah. Um, it is, Noel. It is cold. That's because right. Because it is winter. Yeah. And it is upon us, whether <sighs> we like it or not, it's here. Why not? Let it make you rich. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, I could tell you some stories about being cold at Syracuse University, where I went for a short period of time, but I'll, I'll save those for another time. Yeah, because they're all depressing, depressing, <laughs> sad stories. I don't understand what you're saying, Noel. <laughs> what are you saying? I gave you a whole list of stories yeah. that I could have told. And they're all like, and it was cold, and I didn't go outside, <laughs> and... They cut my electricity. And <laughs> they cut my electricity. I was in a dorm. Well, that's the only reason they didn't. <laughs> if anything, you could have added to those stories to make them sadder. They would have. So we saved you guys. That's right. From the sadness that is Josh. Saved you from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> from the bleak, dark truth. Yeah, just a couple hour drive north, though. But uh, cold, Noel. Cold. You know, there's got to be ways to make money off of the cold. There are. People are doing it all the time. Yeah, they are. You know, ski mountains. Yep. That's one way to make money off of the cold. It is. Uh, 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 winter clothes. Yeah. That's another way to make money off of the clothes. Sure cold. Is. Christmas. Yeah. That's another way to make money off of the cold. Yeah, they don't have well, it that's anywhere. Not, that's yeah. not really about making money off of the cold <laughs> yeah. so much. But, you know, you get my point. I do. It's an entire season that's cold. In fact, there are some countries that are nothing but cold. Yeah. More often than not. Yeah, there are. So, Noel, yeah. how do we get rich off of cold? Let me tell you this, yo. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, there was a guy named Ray Cronice, and he was a former material scientist at NASA, and he saw something on TV, and he was incredulous about it, which was that Michael Phelps, training for the Olympics, mm -hmm. was eating 12... Thousand calories a day. I knew that. Uh, and this uh, Ray Cronice was struggling with his weight and couldn't lose weight. And he was just incensed that Michael Phelps was eating more than five times the average U.S. Cal caloric intake. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually six times what the average adult male caloric intake should be. Okay. Sure. I'm just saying 12,000 yeah. calories. Yeah. I get it. You know, but this guy, you know, if he had added the amount of training that Michael Phelps was doing on a daily basis, uh -huh. he probably could have eaten more calories. Oh, he, he probably could have, but you'd be surprised at how, uh, you know, Michael Phelps's work he was doing doesn't equal the calories he was eating. For instance, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make this a quiz. Okay. Running a marathon. Uh huh. How many calories do you burn? Uh, 24 point some odd miles. Roughly 400 calories an hour. If you run it in four hours, four, eight, 12, I'll say about 2,000 calories you'll burn. You learn, burn 2,500. Okay, so I'm pretty good on that one. Yeah, huh? you stink. Yeah. Uh, I'm fat. I'm fat. This is, I've been fat my whole life. Calorie consumption yeah. and like food to muscle burning ratio. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick the shit out of this quiz. I'm oh. gonna get an A. Okay. I'm getting my degree. Okay, but still, that uh -huh. means that Michael Phelps was burning five marathons a day of calories. Okay. 
That's a yeah. lot. Yeah, but he also had a lot of muscle mass. He did. Uh, so, but this guy looked into it, and none of anything. He's a scientist. He was a yeah. NASA scientist. Okay. We're not talking jerko off so the he, corner. He's a, a fat smarty pants. Yeah, he's fat smarty pants. Uh-huh. Joey bag of donuts with yeah. a big head. Spends all his time sitting in a chair. Sitting using in a his chair. Big muscly brain Thinking and eating. Right. Uh, so, uh, he realized after thinking about it enough, and uh, you know, having as many thought donuts as he could stuff down his gullet, uh-huh. uh, that the the thing that is doing it is that Michael Phelps was burning all the calories because he was in cool water all day. Wow, okay. And uh, so once he came to this conclusion, he began taking cold showers uh-huh. and going on shirtless walks in the cold, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he lost 27 pounds in six weeks. Wow. Yeah. Without changing anything else. He'd still shoving donuts down his yeah. face as fast Fat as he could. Genius face. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's like a lean genius right. face. Well. Covered in donut uh-huh. dust. Dust. <laughs> uh and he went on and he gave a TED Med talk, uh-huh. which I guess is like a TED talk having but, to do with medicine. Oh yeah, all doctory stuff. Yeah. So he gave a TED Med talk about mm-hmm. this. And uh, a guy saw it named Wayne Hayes of the University of California at Irvine. Uh-huh. And he thought, this is great. And he invented something that he called the cold shoulder. Mm. And the cold shoulder was an ice vest that you could wear and burn up to 250 calories an hour just by wearing it. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, well... That's why you didn't get into Irvine, uh, University of California in <laughs> Irvine. Uh, and uh, so he made this. Mm-hmm. And then this was, uh, I was reading about this in a story in The Atlantic. And they go on <clears throat> and they then talk about how there's a, a worker, a, a, a finance worker, like a broker or whatever, banker, and he wears it at work every day, mm-hmm. takes it out of the freezer, puts it on. And uh, everybody there makes fun of him mm-hmm. endlessly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the 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 company itself too sounds like it was pretty much a financial flop because of this. <laughs> uh, not not the financial company, but the, the uh, oh okay the 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 cold shoulder company. Uh-huh. And uh, so I was thinking, you know, the ideas are solid. But so wait, I don't understand. You think it was a flop because of what? Because people think it's so ridiculous that yeah, people. Okay, it, it, it's just no one's going to walk around. Walk with around thing. with okay. So, how do we get these fantastic benefits without looking like a jerk? Mm-hmm. You know, without being made fun of. Yep. Without like putting a flag on that I'm desperate to lose weight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I came up with my own product okay. based on these same theories uh, that. You out there, the listening audience, can make, uh, one of you gets to call it, the fit plug. Excuse me. The fit plug. Yeah. So what it is, basically, is uh, an ice butt plug. And uh-huh. uh, you wear it under your clothes. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, you know. Yeah, it, it's I would just... imagine it's under your clothes. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. hard for it getting in there in any yeah. other way. And it's like shaped so there's no bulges uh-huh. sticking out your pants and or anything. And it's just solid ice. Well, no, it, it's an ice pack. Oh, okay, basically, gotcha. Right? All right. Uh, it's dishwasher safe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
Uh, it can be thrown in the freezer to be frozen overnight. Yeah. Oh, and delicious. And it's got a little motor in it, too, to keep it cold, uh-huh. keep it from cooling off too quick. Uh-huh, warming up too quick. That uh, is is powered by USB power. Uh-huh. So what you not do... Not wireless. No, it's not wireless. It's USB. <laughs> Should be uh, wireless. Well, it's power. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you do is you take this, uh-huh. pop it on up there, uh-huh. start losing weight immediately. Uh, immediately. Uh, and then you feed the cord down your pant leg <laughs> and tuck it in your sock. Uh-huh. And you know when you're walking around the office, it's you know it, it's it's in your sock. Uh-huh. When you sit down to your desk, it's time to you know crank out some spreadsheets. Yeah. You reach down, take the USB cord out of your sock, plug it into your PC under your desk. Uh-huh. Power it up. This thing keeps cold and you lose you lose extra weight. Uh and then yeah. And you become lean and mean. Nobody knows the fit plug. At the end of the workday, you go to the bathroom, pop it out, stick it in the dishwasher with the everyone else's coffee cups. <laughs> um, the fit plug. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love the idea. I'm not crazy about the name. Okay. But I love the idea. I just wonder, like, well, I figured it was like a Fitbit. Did did the guy did the guy who uh, had it on his shoulders? Did he lose weight? The guy that used the the, the guy that that they had that was using it, uh-huh. uh huh. Apparently, wasn't heavy. He was just using it to see if people would laugh at him in the. He office. was just using it because he was scared of getting heavy. <clears throat> no. Yeah. And I wonder if he just lost a lot of weight in his shoulders and neck. He had like this really skinny shoulders and neck, yeah. but then he was pudgy everywhere else. Yeah. Um, well, thickness. That is uh, that is interesting. I like that it's a butt plug, though. Yeah. I think that's great. And, and you know, really, uh huh. You, you're you're putting the cold in your core. Y- you so can, yeah, it, it, it's where it's going to cool <clears throat> your body down the most. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. uh It's gonna. It's it's gonna cool you from the inside out, which is the most thorough way you can be cool. <laughs> I wish it would ejaculate ice water further up inside of you. I'm sorry, not ejaculate, just squirt. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, uh, not squirt, just send ice water uh-huh. further up inside of you to really cool you internally. Yeah, you don't need as to. it were. It, it's cooling you. So that sort of feeds right into uh, a, an idea I have. We can we can join these two ideas. Okay. Um, so a double-headed... And, and <laughs> <laughs> a double-headed fit plug. Yeah. Um, so except mine is sort of about getting warmer. Okay. Okay. And it's, right. it's a two-pronged attack. Okay. Uh, literally. All right. And, not, and figuratively, I guess. Um, so I was looking... You know, I've seen plenty of... Uh, uh, Always seen st- like battery powered uh, gloves and battery powered socks. Yeah, uh, to uh, uh, keep your feet and hands warm. But uh, I hadn't seen any uh, battery powered jackets or battery powered pants or anything like that. Well, uh-huh. a quick search proved me entirely wrong <laughs> that they are <clears throat> all over the place. These battery powered pants and socks, and you can have an entire battery powered heated outfit. Yeah, if you wanted it which is pretty impressive, and they're all very lightweight. The technology is all there yeah. to have these sort of lightweight, thin-slit, you know, uh, 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 insulated jackets, pants, hats, socks, shoes, um, if you wanted. Yeah. They're even insoles, warming insoles, and they're a little, like, little uh, 
Uh, temperature control mm-hmm. guide you can have, you know, low, medium, high. But my thing about this is if you're really like deciding to go out there and like you're like, I'm getting all this battery powered stuff because I want to stay warm while I really just, you know, go on a long trek in the mountains or I'm going to be camping in the wintertime yeah. or I just want to walk for like three or four hours, yeah, right? Go get a slice. <clears throat> go get a slice and I want to be warm. These batteries run out, and they're rechargeable batteries, right? And they run out, depending on if you keep it on low, medium, or high, the, the batteries can last up to one hour, as, lo- as little as one hour and up to three hours, yeah. which is a good amount of time. But if, you know, you're <clears throat> in the snow and you're tracking wolves to take photographs of them or something like that, that's not long enough. You need 24 hours, yeah. right? So I thought to myself, well, why not just have solar paneling Right, because you you've seen this on backpacks, uh-huh. right, and you've seen this on on many different things. This sort of flexible, plasticky solar paneling that can fit on just about anything, and you could have it on your hats, you can have it on your jackets, you can have it on your pants, right? Just sections of it is solar paneling, and it's collecting this and it's running it off of the uh, running it off of uh, all of your clothing is running off of solar power during the day, and then it can charge a larger battery at night for when you're sleeping or when you're going out at night, or just recharge the batteries that are already in there, right? So now you can get 18, 20 hours out of, uh, out of this stuff, yeah. right? And it's pretty simple and straightforward, and I thought that's a great idea. Now you can add in a little USB port yeah. in your shoe, or in your sock, or in your uh, 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 pant leg that you can plug directly in. In fact, the USB port doesn't even have to go all the way down your leg. It can come just pretty much right out of... That was another thought I had for your USB port thing. It should sort of like coil in a little bit. It could do that. You know, like have like one of those buttons you put like a retractable... Yeah. USB plug. I thought about that. And then I thought, hey, you can just tuck it in your sock. Yeah, I guess. But so you can do that. So like you are you're both getting warm but also losing weight simultaneously by keeping your the inner cold, the inner chill and the outer warm going all the way. Yeah, you're like an uh, an Eskimo pie. So I was like, okay, so that's a good idea for people that are going. And then I thought to myself, you know, what's one of the big problems in the wintertime for people? Um, one of the huge problems is is uh, not getting enough sun. Okay. Right? They're not. It, it's a combination of, of just not, they're not being enough sun out. The days are much shorter. Yeah. Um, but it's also a lot of people get vitamin D deficiencies uh-huh. because their, their skin, not enough of their skin is actually seeing the sun. Mm-hmm. Right? And I thought to myself, well, how do you get, you know, okay, so now you're all toasty warm and you're outside, but you're covered from head to toe, right? Maybe just some of your face is showing, right? How do you get that sun on your body to give you vitamin D, to help you fight depression, right? To keep you the blues away. And I thought, well, you know, how do people in the summertime do it? They're wearing shorts, they're wearing t-shirts, tank tops, things like that. Well, how can you do that in the wintertime without freezing your tushes off? Yeah. And then I was looking, I don't know if you've seen this, there was a Kickstarter for this thing called the Air Umbrella. Uh, did you see this? Do you know what this is? No. So it's it's <clears throat> a long stick, basically. I, I'll call it a stick. It's okay. bigger than a stick. And you hold it, and you turn it on, and it shoots air up and creates a basically 
an umbrella of air around you, which pushes the water away. Okay. So you don't actually have anything actually on top of you, but you're not getting wet uh-huh. because the air is blowing the rain away. All right. So I thought to myself, <clears throat> why can't this be hot air? Yeah. Right? You just need a heating element in there. Yeah. Suddenly it's hot air. But now what? So what's that mean? You're going to walk around with this stick shooting hot air up in the air? No That's way, not going to do you any good, yeah. right? So then I thought to myself, why don't you make accessories, belts, okay, necklaces, all right, uh, ankle bracelets, wrist bracelets that have this heating element air thing in it, and then you can walk around in your shorts, yeah, in your t-shirts or tank tops, uh, in your flippity floppities, all right, right, with uh, that maybe get a bit much. You're putting your foot in the snow and yeah, whatnot, but. Fine. But you can go out and you can have these things on, even if it's just for a couple hours, even if the charge is just for a couple hours. Yeah. Right? Uh, 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 if you, you get a couple hours of sun directly on your body, you're doing a lot better. And the beauty is this air doesn't blow away the sunlight. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't do that. doesn't blow away like it would rain. Uh-huh. It's different. Sunlight is different than rain. It can't just be blown away. Yeah. And you get this hot, warm, sensual air. Okay. Just blowing wow. all over your body Saucy. while you're standing. And for you, it's January or February. You've been shut in uh-huh. for uh, in New York. At that point, you've been shut in for a couple weeks because it's finally gotten dropped below 50 degrees. And uh, you're like, I can't deal with that anymore. I'm going stir crazy in here. Like if I had that when I was in Syracuse University, would have been a whole different story for me. Okay. Wouldn't you want the... Uh hot air to be blowing on you and not away from you? It's not away from you. The actual hose, the, the direction would actually be up and down. Oh, okay. Right? So you'd be wearing a bracelet and the and the, and the the holes would be on the sides of the bracelet, uh-huh. like shooting towards your hands, toward, up your arms, uh-huh. up your body, down your legs, okay. or up your legs if you have the anklets on. Sure. Um, and, you know, so you have the combination of fashion statement yep. with all of these accessories you get to wear. Right. And I imagine, you know, look, they're going to be a little bulky Mm -hmm. initially. Yeah. Um, You know, they'll probably look sort of like those every movie you see where someone's wearing an exploding necklace. Yeah. It'll probably look like that. (laughs) But I'm sure these won't explode. (laughs) But they won't explode. (laughs) Made by Samsung. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not. uh, Anyway. Yeah. Um, the technology is there. You just have to make it happen. It's about grabbing a bit of this technology, a bit of that technology, putting it together. Yeah. And creating a new A new technology. double-headed technology. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and if you are also uh-huh. losing weight by yeah. cooling your in, inner self, yeah. uh, there'll be a USB port in the belt one. Yeah. So you can just plug it right in there. You know how they probably uh, help power these things in Holland, too, is they have little windmills on them. <laughs> you could wear one on your head. You could wear one of those little beanie hats. I was th- One of the thoughts I had was that you could... Uh, uh, Wear one of those umbrella hats, uh-huh. and that would have a whole jet stream of hot air coming down, just yeah. just pouring all over you. I mean, it would be weird because on a really cold day, you'd be walking around just covered in like steam, yeah. right? Because you know how your breath, you, the heat steams up. So no one would, would you'd be like this weird ghost, yeah, walking down the street. But anyway, that's my ideas. I like it. Yeah, yeah, hot air. Yeah. <laughs> on this show, it's hard to believe. Um, yeah, so there you go. Good. Uh, Thanks. I want to add in here real quick. Uh huh. 
was talking to my sister right before I got here. She's in Chicago. In Chicago. And she <clears> wanted me to give her a shout out. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. If you made it this far in the show, you've made it <laughs> further than I expected. <laughs> She's one of our regular listeners, isn't she? Uh, she is, actually, yeah. Yeah, last Christmas she got you a great gift. Yeah, she did. She got me a, a, a doormat. Uh-huh. It's a record by GRQ Josh Knoll. That made no sense. What do you mean? What you just But whatever. It's a doormat. But the it, it's it a record. Looks like it looks a record. like a record. Right, that's all. And the record is by? GRQ. Josh Knoll. Josh Knoll. There yeah. you go. Do you use that doormat, or is it just hanging on your wall? Yeah, I use it, of course. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. I got a small apartment. I, I got to <laughs> use it or lose it. Uh, all right, so guys, speaking of using it or losing it, that leads us straight into <laughs> our newest segment, Josh and Noel Sellout, where we explore ways that we are actively pursuing our dream of selling out to corporate America. You know, losing our... Our morals, losing our way in life, losing our vision, losing our dreams for the almighty dollar. Uh, so you know the old tired ways. You can go to the Radio Free Brooklyn show page, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, or go go to the Radio Free Brooklyn website, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, hit the sponsor button, and you can pledge an amount of money that for the rest of the season will come out on a monthly basis. Half the money will go to Josh and I, Half the money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Or if you don't like us, you can go to the Radio Free Brooklyn webpage and hit the Patreon link. Pledge an amount of money to go to them. None of that money comes to us. You can say you hate us, say that you want us cut, anything you want. You can curse us. You can say anything you want. You you, you can actually. You can just like put a dirty limerick that has nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. Just say whatever you want. (laughs) That's right. Uh, but the real money, guys, as we all know, is in corporate sponsorship. Uh, so we are starting small. We're aiming high. We got our... Uh, are, are we aiming high? We're aiming <laughs> high, dude. Uh, and our, our our sponsor right now is Mr. Monty Lamonti. So, Josh, please take it away. Hey, everybody. It's your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And you know what's coming up. I'm back again with a great tip for you. The tip today, friends, night lights. One more time. The tip today, friends, night lights. You don't need a night light. You do not need a night light. That's for children. That's for babies. And even they don't need them. Lights while you sleep interfere with your rest it is scientifically proven that lights at night are bad for you and actually street lights coming through the light sometimes raise the increase for breast cancer in women do not ask me to back up my scientific claims Turn out the nightlight, close the shades, lock the doors, stay in the dark, don't be a baby. Always a positive influence in your life, your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, the most important thing, if you heard this tip, you owe me, your best friend, $2. That's right, $2, payable via PayPal at montyism at yahoo.com. Thank Thank you. I didn't pay attention to anything he said. I was just too busy trancing out yeah. to the music. Yeah, we had some Euro disco going on there. He that was <clears throat> the production value gets higher and higher. Yeah, 
with Monty. See, he's getting some money. He must be. <laughs> he must be. He he needs to start saying that, you know, just so since he's advertising on our program that, yeah. you know, there needs to be some code. Like when you listen to other shows that have real sponsors. Yeah. And you go to those sponsors links. You go to the, you know, those sponsors. You have to type in the name of the show to get your discount so yeah. they can track, you know, if there's any actual uh, traffic going there from the show, Monty needs to do that and give us some information about. Well, I think he knows our listenership. They've heard of him. It was from here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Monty's out there in the world. He's got a Yahoo account. I mean, when you have a Yahoo account, you are. Uh, yeah, you've moved up from Hotmail. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, do you know people who still have Hotmail? Alta Vista. I do. Alta Vista. I don't even remember Alta Vista. Really? AOL. Remember AOL? I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> used to get the discs in the mail. All That's the time. right. Yeah. So uh, Monty says no nightlights. No night. That felt less like a tip than being yelled at. <laughs> I have to say, it really felt like I was hey, being reprimanded for leaving pays a light the on. Bills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Monty. That's right. As always, looking forward to uh, getting our share of those two dollars. That's right. And in the meantime, every week we give you a topic. This week it's cold, and from that topic, you can reap untold rewards. We also bury in a snowbank in the middle of the show <laughs> another little tidbit of a turtling of a nugget of a, another topic for you to make money. So. If you're right now just trying to relax enough to get your fit plug in, or if... uh, (laughs) There has to be a whole instructional DVD that goes along with that. (laughs) Just breathe. Just breathe. (laughs) And breathe out and slide in. And breathe out and slide in. Eventually, it will get all the way in. Uh Practice walking around with it for short periods of time. Yeah. I don't know how I know that information. Yes. So if you're uh, taking Josh's advice... Or maybe you're, uh, you know, you're putting on some warm wind bracelets. Uh, you can uh, listen to this, come back later, listen to the rest of the show, make more money. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. An obscure stunt taster's job is to taste obscure and unappetizing foods to make sure that they are okay to consume. It's basically like being on the TV show Fear Factor, but all of the time. The testers taste things like cockroaches, spiders, and other insects and animals that you wouldn't even think of eating. The testers are paid about $800 per day, which amounts to about $300,000 per year. Hmm, suddenly cockroach isn't sounding too bad. That's right. Cockroach isn't yeah. sounding too Suddenly bad. Suddenly, cockroach is not sounding too bad. Too bad. Um, that was, uh, yeah, those like the people that that was specifically the people who did shows like Fear Fact, who did all the to make sure that like you know it was okay to eat bull pizzle or the guts of something you know that they all had to do on those shows. Uh huh. Three hundred k a year to just have an iron stomach. Bing bang boom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get out there, make that money, get that money. And use that money as seed money for my next idea Uh-oh. on how to make untold wealth with cold. All righty. So when I think cold, I think cryogenics. 
Uh-huh. I go straight there every time. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was thinking that myself. Yeah, anyone out there doesn't know, it's the freezing or keeping at very low temperatures of a living or recently was living item and uh, until you're able to revive it at some point. Mm-hmm. We've tapped into this idea yeah. several times, not necessarily cryogenically frozen, but certainly storing people sure. to cure them later on. That's right. Yeah. Keep them cold, it makes it easier. Yep. You know, in space movies, you see them do it on the way to Mars yep. or wherever ha- they're going. Have you seen that video that's been going around of the frozen fish coming back to life? Uh, is it the fish that were in that ice rink? It was no. It's they they pull a fish that is completely appears to be completely frozen. Okay, out of a freezer uh, in China or, or I, I honestly don't know where it is. It's in Asia somewhere. Okay, and then uh, they thawed out. They put it in. You know, I don't know if it's warm water, lukewarm water, or just something. You know, yeah. water in a pool of some sort, and it just lays there floating dead, to, and then suddenly comes to life oh, after wow. after you know five, seven, eight minutes. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we're on the same headspace, me and that fish. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you know, space movies—they do it on long trips so that they don't go crazy in the ship. No. Uh, in uh, Walt Disney famously was frozen to be hopefully mm-hmm. revived one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, baseball star Ted Williams. Ted Williams. There was a huge court case about, with I, his I, son. I and... got a little story about. Ted oh, Williams okay. In here. Sorry. All no, right. no, no, no. You're not. You're not pooching nothing. All right. Uh, but uh, traditionally, cryogenics has mainly been a pipe dream. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's massive problems with the business model. Uh, it's super expensive to keep someone frozen till who knows when. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In uh, in 1979, it came out that cryogenics pioneer CSC Chatsworth, great name. Yeah. Uh, but he apparently was thawing people without notifying their family because of monies. Yeah. He thawed something like 17 out of 18 of his people. Really? Without telling anyone, yeah. Uh, and once they're thawed, they're done, they're right? Done. They're Toss done. Toss Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like you can't take something, you can't cook some food, put it in the freezer, mm. take it out of the freezer, let it thaw, and then cook it. Stick it back in the freezer. Nope. It's going to be rotten. Yeah, the, the cells rupture. Yeah, so, so yeah. Whoever, Walt Disney or whatever, ruptured cells right now. Yeah. Uh, so Was Walt Disney one of this guy's... No, uh, no, no, no. He's one of the pioneering cryogenics people. He's probably like sitting in a big ice tub underneath Disney as we speak. Uh, There's probably a secret room in the tunnels underneath Disney. There probably is. That's guarded 24-7. Yeah. By little mice. Uh huh. And every once in a while, Michael Eisner goes down there, rubs his hand, and goes, "Oh, Walt." Yeah. Oh, Walt. Yeah. Walt. He puts on a special like snowsuit. Uh huh. To go down there. That's right. <laughs> a golden snowsuit. He goes, "How do you feel about a Jew running your business, yeah. Walt?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see this ice cube turning around. <laughs> uh so, um. Yeah, so 1979, it came out that uh, that he was thawing people out without notifying their family because the money was so bad. It's a bad business model. Uh, now, uh, apparently, a lot of these places often insist on being the life insurance benefactor for anyone that they're going to freeze. Meaning that, so when they freeze them, are they officially dead? 
I I think so. Like a yeah. death a death thing is written, right? I believe so. Yeah. So, so your life insurance would pay me, right? And in, I would keep you, but it it's been a long time. Yeah. You know, and uh, th- these places, <laughs> all the ones I looked into, <laughs> they're all in the freaking desert. Yeah, it's <laughs> the weird, isn't it? Hardest place. Yeah. To keep someone frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a company, Alcor. Which is a, 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 from what I could see, is the biggest cryogenic company. And they are the ones who had Ted Williams. Mm-hmm. Huge scandal mm-hmm. after uh, there was a whistleblower employee at the company mm-hmm. who recorded all sorts of conversations. Ted Williams is apparently in two different pieces. His head is separate from his body, his I believe. His head is separate from his body. Uh, and all sorts of scandal. Big money problems and just mismanagement of your loved ones or yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lots of rumors online of their impending bankruptcy. So, doesn't look too good for cryogenics, you'd think, right? Nope. Well, maybe it is. Uh-oh. Because in February, scientists at 21st Century Medicine successfully froze and recovered a mammalian brain. A rabbit. They froze it solid. They brought it back to life. And uh, so, yeah, so soon, you know, first comes rabbit. Then maybe they're going to do a dog. Mm-hmm. Then Walt. <laughs> uh-huh. It's coming back. Uh-huh. It's going to be very upset by the social <clears throat> equality that we've worked out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and as a side note, uh, 21st Century Medicine, who uh, brought this mammalian brain back, received an award that was called the Small Mammal Brain Preservation Prize <laughs> uh, from a company or from an institution called the Brain Preservation Foundation. Obviously, a group of the most original thinkers ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, they, they, they can do the science, but they can't do the name, and they should get us in there. Yeah. Give them a fancy name. Yep. Yeah. Because we do so good with the names. Yeah. Fit Plug. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the terrible names that I've come up with? Uh, I don't know. There I think are a lot all of them. Genios. Uh-huh. Uh, so, very soon, cryogenics are going to become extremely economical, economically feasible, right? Uh, and, in my opinion- Uh-huh. Very soon, you're probably going to be able to get Alcor's assets, including the frozen bodies, for a song because they are going bankrupt, right? So at first I was thinking like, oh, you could start this with, uh, I don't know, put people in a, in a frozen bucket or something and then yep. work up from there. You don't have to. Alcor's about to go under. You'll get their stuff just to keep it alive, right? Mm-hmm. Keep the frozen dream alive. Um, so and you could keep Ted Williams head yeah. in a glass jar oh, yeah. like in Futurama. Yeah. Put it on the front of your car. Yep. Uh, so, so what you got to do though, is you got to keep your costs down and you need to bring in funds, right? We can't just be relying on these insurance policies that are running out <clears throat> and the people who are frozen apparently don't run out when their life insurance does. <laughs> oh, it's funny how that works. Yeah. Huh? Uh, and, you know, I looked it up. It actually doesn't cost that much to keep a body frozen. 
uh, as you would think. Uh, one thing I read said it costs, not including the rent and things like that, just the act of doing it is between, I think it was 150 and $800 per body per year. Hundred fifty to well, I guess in in terms of uh, in terms, yeah, you don't have to feed it. You don't feed it. It's just does that include? I'm just curious if that includes real estate that it takes up. No, too. that's the thing that it didn't include. <clears throat> right, that just and includes that's the killer. Right, especially just, you know uh, the Alcor, Scottsdale, Arizona, Boomtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, this other guy, CSC Chatsworth. Right, great name. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Arizona, right around the same area, Boomtown. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, you know, I why are they building it in the desert? I don't know. Maybe because maybe because they're from the desert and they're fixated on just being cool. Maybe after having gone to Arizona and in the middle of October it was 102 degrees in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, it's unacceptable. Yeah. That's <laughs> unacceptably hot. Yeah. Uh, so. So what you got to do is, yeah, you need to bring in a little bit of money, not too much, and you need to get rid of that real estate price. Mm-hmm. So this is what you're going to do. Uh, well, actually, let me let me go a little further. Uh, the one thing you do need a lot of uh, to keep bodies cryogenically frozen is liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Uh, which has a very, very, very low freezing temperature. Mm-hmm. It's something it like 265 degrees below zero. Yeah. Uh, so it can stay liquid and still be extremely cold. Um, nitrogen also mainly used for farming. Uh, it, it is what most uh, fertilizer is made out of, mm-hmm. and plants can just take it from the ground and they don't have to process it like they do other chemicals. It just goes straight into their, I don't know, their little plant bellies. Uh, <laughs> Science. Uh-huh. Science. Uh, <laughs> Science. Yeah. So we needed to grow crops. So what you need to do is you make mobile cryogenic labs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they could be mobile homes. They could be trucks. Or if you really want to get uh, you know, smart about it, you could make a, a, a cryogenic lab that is little more than the size of a coffin. And you could put them on farms. Mm-hmm. If you had the tiny one, you could put them on the on the watering units, that the the big mo- motorized watering tractors. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> but whatever you do, you drive around so you're not paying rent, and you get paid to go run your cryogenic lab for a small period of time in different farms or otherwise fallow land and your nitrogen waste is put into the soil and you get paid for that and you don't need to get paid much you only need to make 150 to 800 dollars per body per year so your operating costs are almost zero yeah not including traveling and You've bringing got all these bodies around to all the insurance claims coming in, right? Because you are the the sole recipient of all these life insurance policies. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it, you know what? Honestly, if you can get your costs down low enough, and a, a if you can grow that little bit of income enough, 
it doesn't matter if these guys ever get people back because you will actually be profiting just by not doing anything. I was thinking, I, I like this idea, but I think instead of hiring out to other farms, uh-huh. what you do is you just start your own farm. You could do that. You could do right? that. I and was trying you to. You don't have to yeah. move these bodies around, right? Um, they're all in one place, uh-huh. and then you sell this produce, and you know you can sell it to all the finest restaurants that's made with nitrogen waste from cryogenically frozen bodies. I mean, that's going to be any vegetables that come from that. Oh yeah, Good. are going to be considered like the highest of the high end. Yeah, you can charge a small fortune for that. Oh, yeah, so you've got you know uh, several things going on at once that you're that you're making money from. Yeah, you, you could have a a rabbit that was frozen and reanimated and then killed and cooked served next to vegetables mm-hmm. that were fed by cryogenic that came from that rabbit's uh nitrogen waste yeah but you'd get more for disney's that's true yeah people pay top dollar for disney for ted williams yep. Yep, that's true. And you true. could even say, we took a little from the head and from the body. Uh-huh. You can call it the Bugs and Walt show. Yeah. Right? So you have Looney Tunes and Walt Disney on the same plate. Yeah. It'll be co- you, can call that, you can call that dish Childhood Revisited. Yeah. I there like we go. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, guys. Uh, cryogenics, lots of money. Uh, you just got to get that. You got to get that nut down. You got to get some money coming in. And you probably don't have to hold on too long. Yeah. And you get all the supplies at a bargain basement price when Alcor goes goodbye, Core. I'm with you, Noel. Yeah. So I'm going to go right into mine. Boom. Get it. Uh, Global warming, Noel. Yeah. What's in the title of global warming? Uh, Warming. Oh, okay. I was going to say global. Of the globe. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Warming of the globe. Yeah. And we all know it's true. Yeah. We all know temperatures are rising. Yeah. Some places are falling. But they're rising. It, globally. Globally. Yeah. Right? We are uh, in the middle of December, and we finally have had our coldest, our first actual day of winter. Yep. That was below 35 degrees, below freezing, through which is 32 degrees, actually. But our first day. Um, eventually, what's going to happen, Noel, is places that are used to having snow, that are used to having winter, yep. aren't really going to have winter anymore. Nope. It's going to be 60 degrees and balmy. People are going to be like, but I live on the East Coast. I love snow. I don't have any snow. Yeah. I don't have any winter. Yeah. What am I going to do? Ah, uh, well, this is what I say, Noel. Okay. Snow parties. All right. How do we create snow parties, Noel? I don't know, but it sounds right? filthy. This, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds is... like something you'd Google, and it's like a bunch of old men like <laughs> doing something horrific. Uh, yeah, it could be that, too. Yeah. <laughs> it could be that, too, now that you mention it. Um, uh, 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 uh. By the next generation, by uh-huh. the by the the children of the millennials, they may very well. Many of them may not know what snow even looks like in real life. May not have ever seen snow, even though they live in places that that we grew up in. Yeah, there was snow every year. Yeah, right. So what do you do? How do you introduce people to this without taking them to the Antarctic, for instance, or uh-huh. flying to Alaska? You have a snow party. Okay. What's a snow party? You ask. It's not a bunch of dirty old men sitting around doing something disgusting, <laughs> although it could be. It could be. Uh, maybe it is if I did a Google search for that. Yeah. I didn't. Um, but uh, Sochi Olympics uh-huh. 2012, it was at times 70 degrees there, and yet they still had the Winter Olympics there. Yeah. Why were they able to do that? Because they had found uh, a company in Finland 
uh, that makes a snowblower. Uh, and I don't know how they do it, but this snow would be perfect up to 70 degrees ambient temperature. What? Yep. If it was 70 degrees out, you could still use this snow. Okay. You get one of these, and they're big machines. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you're doing a snow party, you're going to do it in a big space. This is going to, like, yeah. it can fill your backyard in probably half an hour. Yeah, it's not three old men. It's like 150 yeah. old men. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even 1,000 old men. Um, but can fill your backyard in probably half an hour. Yeah. Okay? So if you want to do it that way, you can do it. But you buy one of these machines, and look, this is an investment. I'm not going to lie. It's about $2 million. Okay. Okay? It's got to be brought in on a truck. It takes a day to set up, however you need to uh, to do it. But it can produce 600 chemical cubic meters of snow in 24 hours using no harmful chemicals whatsoever. Okay. The snow can last in temperatures for a while in temperatures of up to 70 degrees and has even at times when the temperature was 86 degrees, it was still making the snow and the snow was still sticking. Yeah. Okay. Um, people are going to want this. You're going to create ski mountains for them in their backyard. Yep. They're going to rent out warehouses and you're going to fill it up with snow, and their kids are going to have snowball fights. Yeah. Eventually, you will have, in every major city uh, in this nation and around the world, uh-huh. you will have warehouse spaces. Yep. Like, along the lines of, like, paintball places. Yes, the snowatorium. Exactly. Yeah. And you can do indoor skiing, indoor ice fishing, indoor snowball fights, indoor blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You could then dig out the basement... And with all that cold air that's there, you can use it in the cryogenics to even bring that money, that one hundred fifty to eight hundred dollars a day, even lower down. Yeah, bring it down even further. I didn't understand, just as an aside, in yours, why you just didn't suggest that you buy all this property, say, like in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan or the furthest north in Canada. I was thinking at first, and then I'm like, you know what? These guys built in the desert, thinking that they were going to be somewhere. You, you got to keep these things cold. It's not just cool. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like you say, in the wintertime, it gets to negative 40 degrees. Yeah. You can, you know, at least it cuts your cost. Yeah. And the, the you know, when you're all the way in the UP and stuff like that, you know, you can buy property for nothing. Yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's what it is. That's it in a nutshell. It is snow parties, uh-huh. not the dirty kind. <laughs> Well, people could run it out and do whatever they want. Yeah, they can have yellow snow parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you can just pee your name. You can have parties where people get drunk and just pee in the snow. Yeah. Anything like that. You can sh- bring your dog in. You can have snow party dog parks. Yeah. Um. So there you go. That's I like it. it. Snow I like parties. it. You know, uh, out there, you guys, if you need to get in touch with us, you don't need to pee in the snow. Probably the best way to get in touch with us would be to uh, reach us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Um, or you can email us at GRQ uh, with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can rate. You can review everywhere you can get podcasts. And if you only listen to the podcast, Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, tune in to Radio Free Brooklyn, listen to us live, get the ideas before all the other people do. And make your, the jump on the money and listen to what else they got going on in the station. A lot yeah. of good things. Definitely listen to the show right after us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you guys, we made a lot of money. Oh, boy. Yeah. We, there's drifts of it everywhere. 
It's so much. I'm I'm shivering in richness. Or it's just cold in the basement. Or one of the two. Uh, and so what we need to do something with this money before uh, we get hypomoney thermia. So, uh, Mr. Josh, please take it away. At an alarming price of $39 million per gallon, scorpion venom is considered to be the most expensive liquid in the world. A scorpion has a pair of pedipalps and a narrow tail ending with a venomous stinger. Scorpions use the venom as a defense against predators as well as killing and paralyzing their prey. The high price is because the venom can be used in the treatment of conditions such as multiple sclerosis, inflammatory bowel disease, and rheumatoid arthritis. However, out of thousands of scorpion species available in the world, only 25 species possess a human deadly venom. So $36 million. If you have IBS, you can buy a gallon of uh, venom for 30, what do you say, $39 million? Something like that, yeah. And you'll cure your IBS like only the rich people can do. That's right. Uh, so you guys, our ideas, they're awesome. They're the best. Uh, how do you know that you should quit your job, leave your home, get your kids college fund and, and invest in our ideas? Well, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, uh, which we will judge our schemes by. So Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Uh, so it's 10 golden rules to become rich. Uh, and I don't know the name of it, but it's some Indian financial website. That yeah. sounds as good as it gets, uh-huh. Josh. <laughs> um, number one, there's no escaping risk. Yeah, there's no escaping risk. Just like there's no escaping death, uh, you can freeze that risk, and you can bring <laughs> it back to life later when the risk is less. And number two, why look for the needle in the haystack? Buy the haystack. That's right. That's right. Uh, that... <laughs> Buy the cryogenics company. Buy the cryogenics Don't company. Don't create your own. It's there. It's going bankrupt. Take it. That's right. It's yours. Yeah. Um, so that's all we really have time for, I think. Yeah. Uh, we got we one have time more. for one more? Yeah. Uh, okay. There, here's one that will confuse you. Um, uh, realistic expectations. The bagel and the donut. Oh, entirely. Bagel, donut. What do they both got? A hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, put a little f- fit plug in there. Lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your smart donuts. <laughs> the hole is for the fit plug. Yeah. Of course it is. Well, on that note, I would say we are three for three we, without a doubt. We are. Um, so you're getting rich. That's right. Uh, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Oh,